tales from the amygdala. Hey, Zainab. Hi, Meredith. How are oh. you? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's Saturday night. Um, what are you up to? Yeah, we're having a late night session tonight in the studio. Um, after this, I'm off to a house party. Yes, you look very dressed up, and I really Aww. like your necklace. So. Oh, thank you. Very sparkly. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to. Um, so my friends just did like an apartment swap where you can, oh, which uh-huh. is a thing in Sweden. You can, if you find someone else that wants to change apartments, you can literally swap leases. So what? they've moved. They have a cute little kitten, and I'm gonna go hang out with them. Are you mostly excited for the kitten? I'm really excited. Okay. Just yeah, I just wanted I mean, to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like how funny, but really kitten. I mean, I love my friend a lot, <laughs> and I can't wait to like welcome her new home. But I'm gonna be like, where's the cat? Yeah, where's the cat? It's like, where's Meredith? Like she's in the corner petting the kitten. Um, that's exciting. Yeah, I'll just be going home and going to bed. So yeah, hashtag grandma. Um, but yeah, I'm just you really, had a really busy week. I feel like it's completely justified. Yeah, I'm just very excited to like take like do a face mask and like go to bed and watch Killing Eve, which is my. Favorite I haven't show right watched now. season two. And <gasps> I need to. I, oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. Okay, yeah, you need to get on that. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to get on that too. It's so good. It's so good. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I really like the fashion. But uh, yeah. So last week we talked about relationships, and now this is the third part in our three-part mini series about dating, relationships, and breakups. Yep. So yeah. So today we're gonna be talking about breakups and anxiety and how we've dealt with that. And this is Tales from the Amygdala. This is Tales from the Amygdala. And also, talk to your doctor. Go see your doctor. (laughs) If it's your first time listening and you've just jumped straight into the fifth episode, because why not? We talk about anxiety and some stories that anxiety has brought us in our lives. And some (laughs) of them serious, some of them funny, how we deal with them. Because everyone's dealing with anxiety in some level. But we're trying to make it a more relatable talk. Yeah, you know, something so, people can talk about easily. Exactly. And by talking, we're trying to also empower and get people to own their anxiety because it is a superpower. It is a superpower. You know what? I'm really glad you said that because Thank you. One of, I think I've talked about before, my therapist was like, you know, if you have a really strong amygdala, which controls your anxiety, you also notice some things people don't that are wonderful. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. beauty in the world and, and great music and great sunsets and great, like you are just more in tune to the world around you which is yeah. which is a superpower which is a superpower so yeah but if you have any concerns if you're anxious or not as we always say go talk to your doctor go talk to your doctor so yeah listening to podcasts is great but if you think you have it i mean just it's super easy to talk to your doctor super easy we are only able to talk about ourselves yep. disclaimer 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 <laughs> this is very personal about very personal and Zainab. that's yep. it that's it um but yeah so breakups fun topic so fun so fun. <laughs> I feel like between us, we have way too much experience in this area. Do you know what? I have friends that are like, oh, I met my husband at 14. I don't, I've never had a breakup. And I'm just I know. Like, what? what? I know. I don't want to be friends with those people. It's I mean, on a- one level. On another level, I'm like, yes, you're amazing and funny and smart. But then I'm like, no. It's such a, <laughs> it's really interesting when you go through it. You learn how you're able to get through it. You know what I mean? Yes. You, I think you gain a lot of confidence in yourself once you've been through yeah. one and it's been terrible and you're like you know what I came out on the other end and I'm okay yeah and you always do come out the other end okay even though in the moments it feels whether it's anxiety related or sadness or grief even um even though in those moments it definitely feels like you're not going to get out the other side you always do and there's always like a day 
I think it's kind of um, comparable to when you have a cold or you've had the flu for a really long time and you think like I'll never be able to breathe through my nose again and I'll never yeah. be able to like go to the grocery store without getting winded. Um, but then there comes a day when you're finally healthy and you're like, oh my God, the world is amazing. I can finally breathe. I got through that. Um, so I always think there's like a day after breakup where you're like, actually, I'm okay today. Like, Yeah. Or yeah. you'll go, you know what? I haven't thought about that person in the last 48 hours yeah. at all. <laughs> and that's, it's a nice feeling. It's a great feeling and it's really liberating. So yeah. So I think breakups are tough, but you you do get through them one way or another. Yep. Um, but yeah, but I guess what we're more interested in is how breakups and anxiety kind of relate to each other. And do you have any thoughts or feelings about that, Meredith? I mean, I think breakups universally suck. Even people that don't yep. have anxiety. Yes. Hate huh. breakups. It's just not fun. It's, it's. Um, a, I mean, it's a serious part of your life that gets abruptly cut in most cases, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't think that people without anxiety get through breakups like no problemo. No. But yeah, I think it can trigger more anxiety for those that have it. Um, yeah. And we can talk about a couple ways that that causes anxiety. But yeah, I mean, in general, they suck. And I think that that's important to note because it when it hurts and when it feels really, really bad, it it feels bad for everybody. Like you're yeah. not alone. You're not the first person to be really, really heartbroken about mm. it. I mean, that's, it's just universal. Mm. I don't know it why. Is. Why is it so universal? It just sucks. I don't know, but it's great uh, sources for inspiration and creativity. And True. I, I don't know, this is a weird pattern I have, but I become much more creative and much more empathetic and sensitive than I usually am when I'm going through a breakup. Like I feel like, I ex- or I don't know like maybe I'm exaggerating but I feel like I'm much more involved in the human condition <laughs> than like when I'm feeling happy not even happy but just kind of average um yeah. so yeah so I feel like in some way I think breakups also I mean there's a reason that like every song ever is about heartbreak um yeah, absolutely in <laughs> one shape or another or books and poetry and all that art and stuff but um yeah so I feel not to be a cliche in that sense but I definitely feel a lot more um creative and sensitive and able to process things in a different way and it really makes me also question my values and question my life which brings me some anxiety as well or a lot of anxiety um but yeah maybe this is my tie-in to how breakups and anxiety go together but Mm -hmm. I think during a breakup phase I'll definitely start questioning like my life decisions a lot more like I'll be like all right like this didn't really work out um I get anxious about what's wrong with me like why and sometimes there's I mean there's something there's nothing and everything wrong with everyone kind of if that makes sense but I find that I get stuck in a trap where I think it's specifically about me only um yeah and so I'll be like what decisions have I made that led to this situation and what could I have done differently? And, um, and I do get into sort of anxious, uh, thought loops about that. Um, just sort of hyper analyzing like everything that went wrong and every conversation, every every text, every fight. Yeah. Every fight. Like what was the last thing I said? Like what, like what tipped this situation into this and almost becoming like some sort of paranoid scientific researcher you know like just like archaeologist (laughs) like digging through like sifting through 
all the like tiny bits of your relationship and like picking everything up and examining it over and over again so but I think that kind of anxiety for me is not so much in my chest but more like mental like I'll just get into like a thought loop and then I'll I won't be able to sleep and I'll be like okay and then what happened and then what did I do um and I think like you said that might earlier that we've talked about it's probably my overprotective amygdala being like if I learn less rational lessons from this like I shall not repeat the same mistakes and this way I'll never feel this bad ever again (laughs) yeah I mean I think it's also very healthy to be like okay what did I do wrong like it's not healthy to be like well I'm perfect it was all that person's fault yeah for sure yeah it's just that for us it gets taken to the extreme yeah it's like the extreme scale where it's like yeah some people would like analyze it and take some life lessons yeah (laughs) we really dig down deep because it hurts it's emotionally draining and physically draining and your brain wants to protect you from ever having it again yeah like you said like some people are like okay I've taken some lessons you know I shall now move on and like just live my life and whereas I'm like I'm getting a PhD in my breakup yeah yeah I'm going to text all his friends and family and yeah. ask everything he ever said. And, what, yes. what, you know, what is the conclusion? <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think that you, um, yeah, it can it can really stop you from moving on sometimes. Yeah. No, for sure. It takes me, sometimes I'm very amazed and a little bit envious of people who get through breakups quicker than I do. Um, I mean, obviously it depends on the length of the relationship or um, the intensity at which it was lived and things like that. But I think that for me, it takes me a long time to get over relationships. Like some people... I mean, my exes have started dating the women. I have two exes that have now gotten married to the women. They started yep. dating like four months after we broke up. So I'm some sort of like talisman like the for them. Person the next person. The next person. Nice. I mean, I'm a lucky charm. So <laughs> like if anybody wants to get married, maybe your friend from the last episode should date me. And then, and then he'll find I the mean, person you know. he's supposed to end up with. Um, no, but uh, yeah, so I feel... Like, I'm always amazed at that because it's just like, what? Like, four months after our breakup, like, I was just beginning to dry off my tears. And, like, I, I don't know. know. And like, then you see pictures of them on a vacation. And it's yeah. like, oh, like, you, you've moved on. Quite you've quickly. moved on. Look at yeah. you and your, like, you know, suntan and your hat. Yeah. Whereas I'm, you know, just managed to peel myself off the couch and, like, <laughs> go for a run. I'm thinking of so many episodes of Girls right now. I know. Where this is exactly Like, just flashing through. Um, so yeah, so I think things take, things take longer for me and sometimes I'm annoyed by that at myself, but really I've just come to accept that I experience, everyone experiences things differently and I experience this in a very, yeah, long way, long time way. Um, but yeah, sorry, I think I got, I went a little off track, but. No, no, I mean, I, I, I think in general everyone looks back and, and sees what went wrong, but I. Yeah, yes. Why Mm. is it so earth shattering to our brains? I mean, I think it's because you felt secure and like you felt like you knew what the next months years were going to look like mm-hmm. and suddenly you're like I don't know what they look like now no and I then don't it, know what this is and then your whole body is yeah. I mean it wants to survive and it wants to be secure and it wants to know what's happening yeah. next and your brain is like oh my god I haven't found the security I yeah. had security it was gone yeah how do I prevent that from happening again will I ever find someone else that made me feel like that mm-hmm. because then you feel like you've lost something that was unique and precious and can it be found yeah. never found again which is true and not true true and not true and I think those things can coexist together but something you were saying about the brain um so yeah so I think as people 
no, I really like to read things in order to process my emotions and I like to learn new information and I like to make like um, Excel spreadsheets or nice. like lists and, you know, just kind of really go towards the rational things. But I think I read an article about why chemically or physiologically breakups are really hard and it was really interesting and I think they correspond to the same chemicals released in your body when some a uh, person close to you dies oh yeah um so I think they're very overlappy like your brain is just like this person is not in my life anymore whether it's because they had a tragic accident or because they dumped you or you dumped them um your, your brain doesn't really know the difference but this was actually this was really helpful for me um to not contact my exes um amen yes because like and this is why I always give everyone the same advice like to my dying day I'll be like block the number to take off from Facebook do not stay friends this is not like a good idea and I have scientific evidence to back this up and it's because as opposed to when someone dies like your body I think heals in a natural way because you literally never see them again but I think when you break up you can see them and you can text them and you can and then your brain starts to think like oh my gosh they're alive like they're here they're back we're together again they're back in my life um and that just kind of prolongs that natural grief process um and this is I know this is I feel like I wish I could cite this article that I read it was in a reputable source I'm not just citing some like terrible Facebook like I don't know faux science shared meme article but this was in a real like reputable source of information I'm going to try to find it and maybe we can link it on Instagram because it was really interesting Um, but yeah so that's why the argument of like the nuclear option where you do not contact them holds physical value (laughs) it does and I also give that advice to everyone I mean we're going to jump straight into the advice we have stories about breakups but (laughs) I no matter how civil and the breakup is no matter how much respect I still hold for this person I always unfollow unfriend and I I've told the person that at the end of a breakup Mm. and I've gone like can you please just not call me like don't text me and just like if you care about me as we're saying goodbye to each other like please don't call me or text me or like message Mm. me or don't like any Mm. of my instagrams because for me the minute I see that person's name in my feed Mm. It's my heart rate just goes up times 100. Oh, absolutely. Because you're exactly right. Like you're you just want that person to not be in your world anymore right now. That's probably why my heart freaks out when I run into them anywhere in the city. Like anything because you Mm. you're processing a world without this person. And then they're like, oh, but I'm still here. Yeah, I still (laughs) am on Instagram and I'm still shopping at your grocery store. And if you can do a favor for yourself it's just don't follow them block them because it's just as upsetting when they like your photo yeah for sure i mean just don't let them just don't let them in like don't let them do it just don't do it no i like i mean obviously it's very complicated and different people are in different situations but in my last three breakups or like i've only had three serious relationships and like and they've all ended so i've had three serious breakups um i've been like i'm deleting you eventually i mean it I feel this is also terrible, but I feel like I've gotten better and better. Like the time that I stay in touch with them 
get shorter and shorter like that's good though yeah which is good (laughs) it is growth um but like i'll be like all right like no more no more this person no more their friends no more their family no more anything no more stalking i don't always keep to that for sure but i mean yeah like i try I, i even though i'm in the midst of a breakup and all my body wants to do is like see pictures of them or like see them even or listen hear their voice or whatever knowing that it's a physiological addiction type thing um mm-hmm. like like knowing that rationally has helped me talk myself off the ledge of calling them so many times I feel like I really do stand behind this advice as well I think some of our friends and other listeners will disagree but for me this is what works for, uh, I mean yeah for me if you have anxiety it works and mine is so extreme that I don't get tempted. I literally do not get tempted to look mm. at their Facebooks because I am fully aware of the anxiety and pain mm. it will cause. Yeah. So it's just to me, I, I don't feel tempted because I'm no. like, well, that's that's a recipe for a terrible day. <laughs> I mean, that's just really yeah and I, I think that's so healthy because I know people definitely put themselves in or I have as well in the past. Um, like. I know that too, but I'm like, no, but I want to know what's happening. Like maybe this time I won't feel anything. <laughs> like I always have this hope and then I'm like, yeah. nope, that was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. That's a great sign of being over a breakup when this person gets into your feed through a friend of a friend or something like yeah. accidentally and you feel nothing. Oh, that is when the you're, best when feeling. You're like, oh, that. Per- no. I would pay money for that feeling. It's a great feeling. <laughs> I want someone to produce some sort of drug for that feeling. <laughs> I mean, that's that whole movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's digressing. Crazy. But um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I 100% agree. Um, seeing people in public is a big one. That's it. I mean, not much you can do about it. You're certainly no. not going to avoid their neighborhoods. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. You do, do you have a funny story you wanted to say? I about? do have a funny story about this. Um, so yeah, like one of one of my exes still lives in Stockholm and I always thought that Stockholm was a pretty small city but actually it's pretty big and so I actually never saw him for like the how long now like three two and a half years after our breakup like I never saw him anywhere even though he works kind of close to where I live but then last year um I was going to meet a friend and something like I don't know I had this weird intuition that was like Zainab you should put on lipstick um, like, <laughs> <laughs> just a voice like an angel on my shoulder somebody was like just put on some lipstick nice. even though I wasn't really intending on it and I, it was after my first week of art school and I was wearing very kind of like art school grubby outfits but like a part of me was like no put on that like nice shade of orange lipstick that you give bought. yourself a little pop just give it color. yeah just like just spruce it up somehow um and then I went into a 7-eleven and my ex was there like standing eating a hot dog <laughs> like, and I was like so holy Swedish. yeah I know so Swedish and I was like holy shit like what do I do and then I had this image or this vision in my head where because <laughs> I, I was so over him um in so many senses of the word but I still did feel this like weird anxiety and then I thought that I would be something out of a cool indie hip movie where I would go up to him and be like oh hey like how are you like how's life like just yeah. be really chill easy breezy easy breezy but then like, <laughs> so I went out to him and I was like hey and he was on the phone while eating his hot dog and he didn't recognize me at first and then I saw his eyes like widen as the recognition crept in (laughs) and then he like luckily hung up the phone I mean he could have just as easily like 
ignored me or like thrown the hot dog in my face like I don't know but then he like turned off the phone and he was like oh hey and then we proceeded to have a really awkward stilted conversation I yeah I asked some very awkward questions that I won't get into now because I don't want them to be public record (laughs) (laughs) just it did not go the way that I thought it was going to go in my mind I was like oh it's going to be an indie movie where or like I don't know 500 days of summer and there's going to be like the Smiths or whatever like music in the background um but then like the whole it was so awkward I was really trying to save the conversation it wasn't going well and then finally it ended up in a situation where I was like okay well take care um you know trying to be like fake bubbly about the whole thing and then he like instead of hugging or shaking hands which is what I was expecting he high-fived me and like I was like wow I and then I saw it happening in slow motion and I was like okay a high five is coming I've never been in a situation where I'm high-fiving someone where it's not for something good and fun like you know what I mean high five is like yeah we just won the game yeah yeah (laughs) or like like good job us but it was like a very out of context high five and then I saw it happening and I was like well there's (laughs) nothing much to do except respond with another high five like so I high-fived him and yeah that happened and I, mean, I actually don't know which is worse though a high five or a handshake I don't know that would have been just like so cringe I mean what if you had just been like no 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 I wish I'd done that thing that like douchey people do where like you know like they you like pull your hand away as they're high as someone else <laughs> like, is high yeah too slow <laughs> or, like flipped my hair or something but I was not cool enough for that either so I just went with the world's most like banal hand oh high five <laughs> so yeah but Anyway, I think that experience made me be like, you know what? It can't get any worse than this. So I do not have anxiety anymore about running into exes. I mean, what was he high-fiving? What was he high-fiving? Like, good talk. Good, good talk. talk. Good, awkward talk. Like, I don't even know. And, I, yeah, I can't ask him. <laughs> like, he's married. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. I'm just picturing the 7-Eleven worker just being like, I can't look away. <laughs> I can't not look at what's happening. It was a train wreck. It was just a wreck. And yeah, I didn't know how to get out of the conversation. Like, it was just bad. And then it ended with the wor- world's worst high five. But yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. So yeah, so that was my, I was very anxious about running into an ex, but then like that happened. But yeah, I don't know how it could have been worse. Like you've... <laughs> Nothing can phase you now. No, like, you've done you've done it all. So I've done it all. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. But yeah, I did. I did appreciate that pop of color on my lips. So, I was like, at least your I, body knew. My body mm-hmm. knew. At least I was like, at least my makeup looks okay, <laughs> like colorful. But uh, yeah, that's my tale from the anxious breakup amygdala. So yeah, I, you know, it's funny Stockholm is pretty big i broke up with someone three years ago and i think i've only seen him three times but each time it does give a little shock to the system yeah like, aren't you you don't exist anymore you're supposed to be dead what are you, what's, what's going on yeah <laughs> why what are you doing laughing over there yeah. what's happening <laughs> like how dare you be laughing in that corner <laughs> as opposed to pining over me <laughs> you seem too jolly i mean yeah. three years ago Three years ago. And I'm just I like, know. Oh. I know. It's like you, you seem over overzealous in your laughter. Yeah. It's not fun. It's um, not fun. I think I've yeah. had, I've also had three serious breakups. Um, But I, the heart, well, they've all been, I mean, they've all been hard. Mm. But the one that really took me for a loop was I'm, I, I think I initiated all of them. 
Okay. And I, so I, I think my body had more time to prepare for the future. Like, mm. I was envisioning the future without that person and, like, oh, preparing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think when you're the one that is broken up with, especially if you don't see it coming, yeah. that's when you're, like, what is happening? Like, what the fuck? Everything. Like, yeah. My plans, my security, like, didn't see it coming. Like, whoa. Yeah. And with the first time that happened, I was like, this is weird. Like, I was yeah. not ready for this. Whereas the other ones, I was like we're gonna break up I think I always go out immediately that night like I surround myself with people yeah, like I'm like I'm gonna go yes. out like I have a game plan because you've had time to because yeah. you were the initiator mm. right mm. Um, but the one of my breakups we'd been dating for three or four months and I just I just didn't see it coming and, yeah. and that one really took me for a loop because I was mm. I had the same thing of like what happened like yeah. what did I miss like mm. what was the red flag that I just completely didn't see and like you know, I think that freaks me out the most because if you didn't see it coming, you don't know what wrong and then you don't know what to not do the next time. Yeah. And then I mm-hmm. so wanted to call him and be like, look, I'm not getting back together with you, but like, let's no. break this down. Yeah. Like, what Send happened? Send me a report. <laughs> yeah, because like, I'm not trying to get you back, but like, no. I'm just curious. Just want but analysis. My, when he broke up with me, I think this is entertaining. Um, I so didn't see it coming so badly because he... He came. What? What? He came over, and I mean, I have no ill will towards this person. He was a really nice, really nice guy. Yeah, like, I mean, we have we, no ill will whatsoever in general. No, I mean, we we dated for three or four months, like mm. you know, um, super nice guy. But he came over and he spent the night, and then um, woke up and he was like, "I had this really weird dream, and that that somebody was chasing me." Like he was very rattled by this dream. Like mm. it was obviously pretty vivid. And naive me, I mean, totally didn't see it coming. Like, I was picturing our Saturday being, like, brunch and, like, walking around. And, yeah. like, I don't know, going to the park. Like, la, la, la. And I was, like, let's Google what being chased means in a dream. And I pulled it up. I actually have it on my phone so that I say it exactly the right way. And I really digested it with him. It says, dreaming about being chased generally means that you are being told by your unconsciousness that you're avoiding an issue or a person. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what could it be? No. Like, what? Now, is there something at work? Yeah. And he was very quickly like, I don't know, like, listen, I'll talk about it. It's a dream. And I was no. like, no, I mean, is there anything you want to tell someone no. that you haven't? Like, this is obviously, I mean, bothering you. If you were being chased. And I was yeah. really, I was like looking at other sites. <laughs> And he You're was so just, helpful, Mary. I mean, because I just <laughs> literally didn't. I just was no. like, la la la. No. Um, like, what do you want for breakfast? And no. then <laughs> maybe an hour later, I mean, it was so bad. I mean, it was so bad that he was like, I literally thought he was about to tell me because we were going to be apart for like a month because of mm. travel. I literally thought he was about to go into like how much he was going to miss me. Yes. And then he, no. that's how <laughs> badly I didn't see it coming. Mm. It wasn't a years long relationship. It was like no. a few months. But still, I was like, wait, what, what's happening? Yeah. Like, wait, what? Like, no. I just don't. And then I was like, this is what you're dreaming about. It was me. Like, you <laughs> no. were avoiding talking to, to me. me. <laughs> no. The issue or person is me <laughs> and this relationship. And you've been not wanting to talk about it. He probably wanted to tell me the Friday night. Right. But he spent the night and just like, ripped just off the band aid Saturday morning because no. he just couldn't do it. I don't know. <laughs> But oh. I just so didn't see it coming. No. I just was like, those uh. are the worst. And I, I, I probably, like, in hindsight, would have, like, asked some more questions yeah. and been like, well, what? Like, you know, like, not an I want to get you back way, but just like, no. you know, what's going on? Like, what but went like, wrong? But I was like, you can leave now. No. Please never call me. Just because of my anxiety. I was yeah. like, look, 
you know, it's fine. Yeah. Good wishes, whatever. Please do not text me or call me or Mm. check in and be like, how you doing? Yeah. Like, just don't. Like, I just need to. And then immediately that night, my roommates didn't even see it coming because they were like, oh, like, how was your night? And I was like, yeah, we broke up. And they were Mm. like, wait, what? What? I mean, (laughs) didn't, didn't see it coming. They took me out for beers. Do you know what helped me get through that relationship? What? Super random, but I went out a lot. I traveled a lot that year. I... I spent all, like a lot of my savings just traveling mm-hmm. just because I was envisioning my whole summer mm-hmm. with him yeah, like I had oh, made summer plans mm-hmm. with him and I was like you know what this is not gonna F ruin it. my summer I'm gonna go out I mean mm. I spent a lot of money but also my roommate that week introduced me to RuPaul's Drag Race yes oh and it was so just like good. it was so colorful and funny and it made me so happy that i just was like you know what i'm watching this for the rest of the summer and we did i mean we went through seasons and i just remember it made me laugh like in a week that was pretty shitty and i was like you know what this made me so happy Happy. it just yeah he was like you know what'll cheer you up i I just heard about this new show Show. and it absolutely worked did um so yeah i guess well i don't know if that's advice but for me when i get through a relationship especially one that didn't see coming I had to be active. Like, I had to go out with friends. I had to travel. I had to distract my brain from panicking, Mm. I guess. I mean, I just had to... Just be in new environments and be stimulated by those Absolutely. Like, all the time. I relate to that. Like, sitting at home was not going to do much, which is why when I was sitting at home, I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race. You know, I had to just Mm. be, like, out and about. I would advise not spending as much money as I did. I would advise (laughs) being a bit more responsible about it. A bit more. (laughs) But that is what helped me. Yeah. Having a new crush helps me. And, like, by the end of the year, I was traveling so much and meeting so many new people and having new crushes that it was, like, it's going to be fine. But at the time, it felt like it wasn't going to be fine. No. I, well, you know? that's what I was going to say. Like, you were like, oh, I wish I'd asked more questions. But it's like, in that moment, like, who's going to, like, at what point are you going to put on your intellectual, rational question researcher hat and be like, oh, like, through your tear, or I don't know if you were crying in front of him, like, it's fine if you were or, or you weren't, but, like, who's going to be like, oh, so please tell me, like, what went wrong? Like, no. multiple choice A. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, who's going to ask that? But... Also on the point of what you said about TV shows, abs- well, one of my breakups, like I couldn't go out because it happened around the same time that I'd had my ankle injuries. So, oh like, no! So definitely, TV shows were so instrumental in helping that. And I think two of them that I really loved were, um, I watched like Cosmos, like I think it was on oh, Netflix. Was that Neil Neil deGrasse? Yeah. yeah, and like there's something just so relaxing and rem- in remembering how big the universe is and how small my breakup is by comparison. Oh yeah, and like I would just like I'd be crying or like upset or something, and then I would like just sort of zoom out or zone out with that show, and then I'd be like, oh look at all the galaxies, like look at the cells of this plant, and like oh the world is so beautiful. Beautiful. And so for like the one hour or whatever long episode, like it would just be such a little refuge from my feelings and my anxiety and my sadness and my grief. Um, so that was really good. I think an episode that I or episode, a TV show that I also really loved was Broad City. And I don't know if you I have watched only a handful of episodes, but yeah, they're great. But they're so great. It's about two um millennial girls living in New York and just get also getting up into hijinks and like um and it's just really fun and they just 
there's so much joy in that TV show that I think definitely it would make me feel like, okay, like one day I'm going to be getting up to shenanigans and like with my friends and doing stuff and not always going to feel this crappy. Um, so yeah, so definitely like TV has also helped me as well as traveling and getting my mind off things. Um, so yeah, but in terms of, I also have a tale from the amygdala of a breakup that you didn't I didn't see coming <laughs> like, Go on. um so yeah this is like oh this was 13 years ago so when I was 20 and I had just started dating this guy that I was really into uh when we were both I was living in Ankara in Turkey um and I liked him so much like just so much like, I thought he was like the greatest thing to ever happen to me um so we'd been dating like three or four months and we were supposed to go on a date to play basketball together because we both played basketball in high school um so like I was all dressed up in my gear like I don't know like leggings and a top and I was even carrying a basketball um and where we were gonna go play it was about a 45 minute bus ride away from the city which is where we lived and so we like met up we went on this bus ride we were holding hands on the bus ride we climbed oh, we got holding your hand, holding my hand on no. the bus ride like and it was like I, I really didn't see it coming I was really excited and then we got off the bus and then we had to climb this little hill on like the university campus um where he we were studying and like um where the basketball court is and then we like climbed on this hill and he was like and there was like this beautiful view of the city and I think coincidentally it might have been like the first like bench that we like had our first kiss or something like it was like kind of like our spot so we like climbed up and he was like can you can we just sit down for a minute and I was like oh are you winded from this climb like haha like how are you gonna manage to like throw a ball around like he he um, he like turned to me and he was like, I need to, like, we need to talk. And like, I'm holding it, by the way, I'm still holding the basketball at this point. And I was like, talk about what? Like our strategy for a one-on-one game? It's nothing like, cool defense. or sexy you can do while there, just like no. holding the basketball. No. I think I started like progressively like clutching the basketball like more and more as the conversation and cradling it like um Wilson or whatever in Tom that Tom Hanks movie but like I don't know what brand the basketball was but then yeah he proceeded to like tell me that we were breaking up and I just really my I just did not get it and I Mm. remember asking are you breaking up with me um and him having to be like well I don't really know you know just faffing about sounds like he didn't do this most eloquently he did not do this in the most eloquent or elegant or timely way um but eventually I caught on and then and then I remember thinking to I felt like hot water was being like poured over me that is a great way to describe what your body does right just like what what the fuck and like my face was tingling and I was like and I remember deciding in that moment not that there's anything weak about crying in front of someone if anything it's good to express your emotions maybe that'll make them feel guilty about the way they handle things I don't know but in that moment at that point in time I decided I was not going to cry in front of him and I believe that I deserve an Oscar for that performance and the worst part the worst part was I couldn't just be like all right well good luck with life um because the only bus to go back well I mean we were not going to play basketball after that point Um, the game was off. 
<laughs> like, we'll call this a draw. It's well, fine. Yeah, like nothing to see here, folks. Um, but the bus <laughs> that was going to go back downtown so I could get home was the same bus that he had to take, and it only ran once an hour. So then we had to take the bus back together for 45 minutes plus another 30 minutes in tra- in Ankara traffic um, oh and the God. basketball, and it was just terrible. And then I had to be like, so what are your plans for the summer? <laughs> talk uh so i did not cry for a solid like 90 minutes even though oh my god i'm so impressed thank you it was so hard like i think i i could have given myself like some sort of yeah like medical condition i i because i think you had told this before and i didn't understand that like I thought halfway on the through the bus ride, he broke no, up with you, and then it sorry. was like, mm. but you literally had to take the whole bus back together, mm-hmm. being like, so, weekend so, plans? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you up to tonight? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, well, mm-hmm. I mean. I did I, not see that coming. Nope. I, you know what, that's just strength, because I would have been like, I'll take the bus in an hour. <laughs> No, that would have been the smarter thing to do. But I was so desperate to find my mom was meeting her friend. I remember, and I just was like, I just had to get to my mom. So yeah, that's her. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or I'd have been like, you can wait. For you an hour. can. I know. Oh, I wish I could go back in time and like. It takes confidence. It takes confidence. I, I was don't know. Twenty. Um. Yeah. I wish I could go back in time and like cut the conversation and be like, you like sit over there. She's taking the next. Why bus. would you take her to you to such a distant location? To for a break. Like it's like couldn't you? texted me or something and like yeah. also to the scene of your first kiss yeah oh i mean extra brutal no oh, and the no. worst part worst 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 part i think i tried to stay friends with him i was like we can be friends like that's fine but I'm really sure i just wanted that. to like loiter around him in the hopes that he would change his mind <laughs> they don't ever change their minds people they don't ever change their minds no but yeah so yeah no i was very anxious about running into him after that as well but yeah anyway i am just so impressed because you were 20 i was 20 20 year old me would have been crying would have been like you sit over there i'm gonna sit over here probably at 20 you also didn't have like a smartphone so you couldn't just be on the bus like looking at other things or no you know what i mean just being zoned out like you just (laughs) had to talk to this person you had to talk to this person because there was only like of course there was only two seats available and they were next together together um but yeah no i yeah no breakups suck and they produce a lot of anxiety and i mean after that i was like well i will never find anybody as amazing as this dude but then i had like many boyfriends after that that's the thing and i think that's so, such a common feeling yeah a i'll never meet someone like him or her again and b like isn't me those yeah. are the two common themes and i think it's perfectly healthy to have like a bit of a retro and be like maybe yeah. i didn't handle that well yeah like maybe they had a good reason to break up with me because of what i did xyz yeah like that's healthy um but what's yeah. not healthy is like the overanalyzing, and yeah. then mm. there is always going to be somebody else that comes into your life and who's to say they won't be absolutely better or a better fit for you they probably will be considering this person like y'all broke up yeah which is hard to swallow it's hard to swallow like i really liked this person yeah i thought we were a fantastic fit he went home and said like i there yeah there's a we were a team a basketball team (laughs) there's a quote from this book um that he's just not that into you which oh i love that book yeah i was gonna say i don't know if it's like the wisest of books but it, it's very blunt basically. it is very direct um, and i what stuck with me when i read it was 
if someone decides to break up with you, they have looked at you and all of your qualities, like all of your best qualities, like mm. everything about you and said, I can live without that. And, oh, yeah. Mm. And you don't want to be with that person. No. Like it'll hurt and it will be rough. But there's yeah. someone out there that looks you up and is like, I just don't want to spend another day not with that person. You oh, know what I mean? That's a really beautiful way to put it. It's a yeah. hard It's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. But the truth is you don't want to be with that person that no. summed you up and said, no, thank you. Like, why would you want to what? be? No. I mean, you don't. Yeah, I don't even want to be friends with people like that. Let no. alone, like, a life partner. So, yeah. No, that's beautifully said, Merit Or Meredith. Thanks for. Or the book. Yeah. Thanks Slash for. Slash the author. I mean, I don't Slash know. Slash the author. But, it, I mean, that yeah. hit me pretty hard because i was like yeah you yeah. know what you're right and because i was mm. usually the one doing the breaking up i was like whatever mm. but when it happened to me i was like you know what that's right like yeah that he was a perfectly nice guy and and will be make a wonderful mm. boyfriend to someone else but i wasn't the right person for him no so yeah no you know. that's beautiful um yeah i think there's a lot of comfort to be had in books tv shows movies art music for both the grief and sadness and the anxiety and self-doubt and anger all those feelings yeah. surrounding a breakup so yeah absolutely mm. and oh, friends and absolutely family. yeah <laughs> it's just like it takes a village to get over a breakup right and i mean yeah. like you said about art and creativity there's limitless movies and tv shows and yeah. songs about <laughs> this and you can share in that it's like a shared experience but that yeah. like you'll get through it you'll get through it and you'll like, get through it my best cure for a breakup was a new crush yeah <laughs> because that just made me like excited about dating again exciting yeah. about meeting other people again and mm. i don't know how healthy that is but like i mean it sounds healthy and fun so it probably is yeah yeah <laughs> and i did want to add that when i've been in relationships where i was the one breaking up um I mean, going to therapy helps me a lot. Mm, so mm, talking yeah. to a therapist about relationships and our breakups. For sure. Absolutely. Like, don't yeah. feel shy about it. And for a lot of the one relationship, I wasn't seeing therapist. And then when I did start seeing the therapist, they really helped me, like, sort out how I was feeling mm. about the relationship, mm. which helped me decide to do the breakup. Yeah. Um, a lot of the things that I thought were just me or, like, just mm. things I needed to get over or, like, you just need to chill out. Like, yeah. And he, you know, he was like, you know, no, I mean, no. this seems like real problems. Like, this seems like you're thinking clearly, mm. um, you know, maybe it's not you that needs to change. Like, no. maybe you need to think about this relationship. Yeah. And that helped me so, so much. much. I yeah. mean, that made the breakup even, like, doable for me because it just mm. – I probably knew it along and I probably would have gotten there on my own. It probably just would have taken a lot longer. Yeah. But talking to my therapist and talking to friends mm. that I really loved and trusted. Yeah. Helped me so much. But so. I think what, yeah, definitely like therapists help in a way. I, I think friends are helpful, friends and family. But I think a lot of the times, um, some, or I've been the, or I've asked friends as someone who's in a relationship, but I've also been asked about relationships that my friends are having. And it's always a very tricky, like mm. you don't like, I mean, of course you can say your opinions and like discuss things, but it's all, I think there's more for me anyway. Like I get more out of a therapist opinion in a way that's more, ob I feel like it's more objective and yeah. they're not holding anything back. <laughs> no, they nope, don't. They don't do that. They're paid not to. Um, so, yeah, so I think definitely it's helpful to talk to a therapist about relationship anxiety and then to be able to weed out, like, is this 
me? Is it my issues versus is it the like? Is there something wrong in the way that we're relating to each other? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think definitely call your doctor. Yeah. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. <laughs> we said it twice. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I think those have been our experiences with breakups. Mm-hmm. Um. But if you guys want to share your stories or advice or just general yeah. experiences about breakups, feel and free it, to contact us. I guess. Yeah. I guess our recap is is try not to follow them social media can be a beast yeah talk to a doctor if you are really feeling anxiety Mm. be comforted in the fact that it's not true that you won't meet anybody else no Um, that is not true and it's okay to be retrospective but don't just don't don't live in it it. yeah and i guess my last addition to that is my college roommate she once told me like don't be sadder than you have to be and i think that's something that i always take with me where it's like yeah of course like be sad but don't live in the sadness like yeah ride it out but like don't make a home there <laughs> there are you're on vacation appropriate proportions to anxiety yeah um but yeah yeah hope this was an episode that was helpful yeah to and people yeah absolutely i mean we've done three on dating we're kind of wrapping up the dating relationship love series yeah well, i would say our next episodes we have a lot of ideas um we've heard that people really enjoyed the childhood stories yeah. in our first episode mm-hmm. so we are gonna dig into those i might call my parents and ask for what they were feeling when yeah. i was being super weird mm-hmm. Um, we talked a bit about like dating, uh, not a dieting culture. Yes, and, like, I really want to explore that diet I, culture and anxiety. And mm-hmm. we want to hear your opinions on topics. What do you? What stories are you enjoying? And we can dive into those a bit more. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So we're excited. We're gonna record quite a few and have them coming out on a regular cadence. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And take care. Bye. Thanks, bye.